Hello. Today's Hot Pipes was inspired by my gone and almost forgotten edition, as going through my library, I realised just how many DeRoy LPs I had, as well as how many I didn't have. For those not familiar with the label, DeRoy Sound Services, initially based in Lancashire, was founded by brothers Derek and Roy Marsh as a custom recording facility, with their first acetate discs appearing around 1957. It specialised in small-run releases of various genres, and at some point the offshoot company DeRoy Records started releasing theatre organ LPs, many of them are rarely recorded instruments and indeed artists. From 1958, one of the earliest cinema organ encores, Volume 3, featured Stanley Tudor on the 414 Gomert Manchester Wurlitzer. Winifred Atwill's Coronation Rag, composed by her in 1953 for Queen Elizabeth II's coronation. With DeRoy releases, the earliest were in mono, and later Marsh reprocessed tracks into stereo, and later still, many were in real stereo. But you're never sure of the quality, or the track titles, or the source, (laughs) and more of that later. Many of the tracks that I'm playing today have been processed and or edited by me to improve the audio, but not this next item from 1964, Con Doherty and the 319 Newcastle Paramount Wurlitzer with a Felton Rapley composition, Angela. Thank you. 
Gerald Shaw and the 436 Christie in the Regal Cinema Marble Arch, another early DeRoy release, date unknown. And it's hard to judge dates from other releases as the company's numbering system wasn't entirely sequential. That was Volume 8 of the ADM series. When Day is Done is from Volume 83, a stereo release in 1976, and it features Don Knights at the 517 Odeon Leicester Square, Compton.
and the electrostatic mullertone added an ethereal touch to that schmaltzy ballad. The recording was made by invitation of the Odeon's manager, A.H. Bartram, after hearing Mr. Knight's in concert in the Odeon Twickenham. By this time, Deroy Records had moved to Cove in West Scotland and had shed some of its production equipment, outsourcing the vinyl replication and printing. Volume 67 was also released in 1976, some tracks of which were later reissued on the Stratford Revisited CD as a fundraiser for the reinstallation of the 2-7 Wurlitzer from the Rex Stratford into the royalty cinema bonus on Windermere. Here's David Shepherd and Gordon and Revels looking around corners for you. The M Ranch Wurlitzer of three manuals and eight ranks from the Granada Greenford in West London was installed by Dennis Matthews in his home in Sutton in Ashfield, Nottinghamshire, and opened by Ernest Broadbent and Hubert Selby in November 1970. The Wurlitzer was first broadcast in 1972 by Roy Bingham, who appears to have only one LP to his credit, Cinema Organ Encores, Volume 50, released in 1974.
Don't Be Cross, from Carl Zeller's 1894 opera, Der Obersteiger, Roy Bingham and the M. Ranch Wurlitzer. Terence, or Terence Casey, depending on which record label you read, had just one LP released by De Roy, volume 69 in 1975, but obviously recorded years before, as Terence died in 1972. It featured the Wurlitzer in the Trocadero Elephant and Castle, and the 410 Compton in the Ritz Belfast. Here's Terence with the latter and a rare instrumental, Julie. Thank you. 
Locks and playing the 310 Wurlitzer in the New Victoria, later Gomert Bradford, on a 1974 release. That March, the Green Beret is also very obscure, and there are no composer credits on the release, which was normal for De Roy. One of the albums that I've recently purchased was, according to the liner notes, recorded in 1955 in full cooperation with Granada Cinemas, implying that it was a De Roy original. However, there's clear evidence on some of the tracks of radio modulation noise, and there's some very bad edits, especially on the tales. I've heard many comments through the years about some of Derek Marsh's sources being radio broadcasts, and apparently this got him in trouble on occasion. After much digital clean-up and some added stereo, here's Brian Rodwell and the Granada Tooting Wallitzer with Stars Fell on Alabama. From time to time, DeRoy would go outside of the UK shores for master tapes, and so 1974 saw a Dean Herrick recording on his Johannesburg residence Wurlitzer of three manuals and 18 ranks. Coincidentally, a South African Music for Pleasure LP has the same 10 tracks, plus three more. There's no date on the MFP release, so I wonder which came first. This is Christian Sindling's The Russell of Spring.
Sentimental Me, Jackie Brown and the 416 Wurlitzer in the Goldman State Theatre, Kilburn, London, from a 1973 DeRoy LP, which also appeared on a Coronet cassette and a record tape reel under the title Sentimental Journey, neither of which are dated. Occasionally, DeRoy would reprocess shellac 78s for release. Volume 68 contained Trocadero, Elephant and Castle tracks of Quentin McLean from 1931, plus four from an unspecified Wurlitzer in the Ray Lawson residence near Toronto in 1961. Considering the relatively crude analogue filtering of the era, Derek Marsh did a fine restoration on Sing Brothers. Beaumont's first LP was issued by DeRoy in 1974, featuring the rarely recorded 3-9 Compton in Black's Regal, later Odeon Cinema Sunderland. The custom-recorded Autumn in New York shows off the fast tremulants that were popular in England back in the 70s. Incidentally, if anyone has the album, I would much appreciate scans of the jacket. Thank you. 
Depending on the source, the so-called Compton in the Dreamland Cinema Margate is actually six or eight ranks of Compton and 13 or 11 ranks of Nurtemann, from the straight organ installed in the original cinema, controlled by a four-manual Compton console. The 1974 Lawrence James LP contains some tracks recorded for Radio Medway, along with three taped on a Baldwin 210D. I've removed the DeRoy simulated stereo and reprocessed Sunrise Serenade digitally.
Wonderland by Night, a big hit for the German orchestra of Burt Kampfert in 1960, a track from one of Doreen Chadwick's DeRoy albums, playing the 414 Gomert Manchester Wurlitzer, also released in 1974. DeRoy issued a number of Reginald Porter Brown's recordings made during his concert tours of Australia, specifically on the 210 Wurlitzer in Marrickville Town Hall. It seems that 1974 was a very good year for DeRoy releases, with volumes 25 and 26 taped in concert, and volumes 33 and 34 especially recorded. This is Eddie Carroll's Harlem, played in typical Porter Brown style. From what I can find, Mike Slater only recorded one LP on Theatre Pipes, and it was released on a new DeRoy series prefixed DER, and it was the first stereo issue of the 313 Wurlitzer in the Opera House Blackpool. It's a much later album, as the cover has a full-blown colour photo of Mike, and the playlist is complete and accurate, unlike much of DeRoy's output. The notes state that he joined the Blackpool Tower Company in 1977, with his principal role being musical director for the Ocean Room Cabaret, along with ballroom duties. From side one, here's Archibald Joyce's waltz, Dreaming. Thank you. 
De Roy issued volume 91 in 1977, featuring Frank Gordon on four organs in the north of England. Frank was a pianist, bandleader and church organist who studied theatre stylings under Cecil Chadwick and later with Henry Crowdson at the Manchester Paramount, where he became deputy organist before succeeding Crowdson. The organ on this track of The Sunshine of Your Smile was originally from the Scala Glasgow, then transplanted into the Regent Stotfold before a rebuild by Wurlitzer into the Ritz-Birkenhead, incorporating Compton, Christie and Wurlitzer components. The eight ranks controlled by a Wurlitzer console with three Christie manuals and stop tabs make for an interesting sound.
wonderful, exuberant Miss Annabel Lee. Horace Finch in top form on the 313 Empress Ballroom Wurlitzer from an album release of 1974, but also previously issued by DeRoy with a different take the year before. Horace Finch was greatly underrated, performing in the shadow of Reginald Dixon and the numerous DeRoy LPs of his artistry are testament to an incredible talent. As I mentioned in today's introduction, I have many more of Derek Marsh's releases to add to my library, around 20 at present. If anyone has any that they can share or sell, please do let me know and I'll compile a list of missing volumes. The last albums to be released on the Cinema Organ Encore series were in 1978, but there are later releases that are hard to track down. Whatever the source of the recordings, Derek Marsh has preserved a wealth of material which otherwise would have been lost. As I've alluded to earlier, though, his playlisting and editing often left much to be desired, adding extra spice to digital transferring. And as a final side note, some of his releases were in conjunction with Stanley White, who was also the UK's supplier of master tapes to concert recording in Linwood, California. That's all for today's podcast. I'll be back in around two weeks with more great theatre pipe tracks. So from me, Steve Ashley, this is goodbye.